0: Hello, 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 and welcome everyone to Tell Me More Rodney. And this is your host, Rodney. And today is a special day, y'all. Guess what? I'm in the studio. That's right. Rodney's in the studio, and I got some help, and I got some friends. And uh, a lot of people have just been giving me feedback, both good. When I say positive feedback, I'm talking about the criticism, I'm talking about the keep going. I'm enjoying you. I'm seeing the channel grow. I'm seeing the podcast grow. I'm seeing the the, the Instagram page grow. I'm seeing people tapping in. So I really want to thank everyone for being a part of this journey and and helping me and being here. Y'all, can you believe it? We've made it to episode 12. That's right. 12. I can't believe this. All the way... When I got going, you never know how, when you when you get going with almost anything, you never know uh, where a road's going to take you. It's just best to keep going. You know, um, you're going to meet some good people along your journey, uh, along the road. There are going to be obstacles uh, in the way and on your journey, but just keep driving. I don't know what journey you're on, but I'm going to tell you, keep keep driving, okay? So on episode 12, of course, we're going to be talking about The things that real estate agents, you know, the things they want to say to their sellers, but, you know, they can't say it. I mean, (laughs) there are several reasons why they can't. Uh, Number one being uh, they need the business, Uh, but they know it's, it's what needs to be said. So guess what? Them ain't my sellers. Those are your clients. So Rodney will say it for you. Okay? All right. So... We're going to be talking about listings. Listings is when you have uh, a customer, a client come to you, and they say, hey, we're ready to sell this home. Or they say, hey, we need to get rid of this home. Or, hey, we are moving on up like the Jeffersons in their life. So For some reason, they've decided to depart a home that they've owned. You know, there's several reasons. Uh, I'm going to advise good agents to always try to focus and find out the reasons, their why. Because uh, the thing about understanding someone's why is a why will help you overcome any how, okay? There's a saying that says if you have a strong enough why, uh, there, there's there you'll find a how, if that makes sense, okay? So focus on the why when it comes to your sellers. But today we're going to be talking about the stuff that we need these people to know, the things that we want these folks to know. And if you don't have a listing, uh, maybe you can learn from... Some of the stories that I'm going to be sharing today and uh, which are some of my mistakes that I've made in the past. and uh, The whole goal of that is not to train you, teach you, or anything like that. Uh, it's for so that you don't have to make them, you know? Uh, Rodney did that so you don't have to do that. So that's the whole goal and uh, that's the whole purpose. But we also need to get some stuff off our chest, okay? We need the community to know and understand some things about what we're dealing with here in uh, real estate, Okay. Now, as we all know, when you have a listing, it is like the prize achievement in real estate for a lot of agents that are out there. When they have a home and someone says, yes, I'm going to have you be my agent and allow you to sell it. You're going to list my home for sale. And, you know, agents know that, you know, this is a great opportunity for them. It's a great marketing opportunity it's just the uh, it's it's a side it's another side of the business versus the, the buyer side and then the seller side. It's another side of the business to explore. If you think about it on the sports, it's like offense and defense. Uh, but you get to play both sides of the field and having those listings, it's just a it's a wonderful opportunity. Now the brokerage, you know, it's a big opportunity for them as well. I mean, there are a lot of brokers that are out there and they're pushing get listings, get listings and. We all know why why they want you to get those listings. It's it's wonderful advertising for them, uh, but it's important for you to op- understand that as an agent, the smart agents, they use those listings as an opportunity to brand themselves. It is a great opportunity. Uh, some of the words that I've heard tossed around is leverage. You know, you have to leverage your listings. Okay? So now that we understand that, let's talk about some of the stuff that uh, – we need these sellers to understand. We need them to know about listing, okay? All right. So none of that so-called leverage and great opportunity will do you any good if the house doesn't sell. Can the church say amen? All right. Thank you. So, people, we know what we need to do. We have to price it right, okay? There's two sides to selling a home and and getting it marketed the proper way. And it's not all about those million dollar photos and the drone photography and all of those things. No, it's about the price and the condition. Those are the two things that uh, are going to help a home sell. Those are the things that will make a home sell. It's, it's priced right and it's 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 in good condition. It needs to be in good condition. So, here's the deal, agent there are two sides to this thing. Um, your job is focusing and, and really understanding the market and not when, not just doing a CMA, a comparative market analysis. Uh, that's, it's, it's deeper than that. It's deeper than just looking at, and when I say a comparative market analysis, that's when an agent, and I'm talking to the new ones, that's when an agent will look and see how many homes have sold, how long it takes for those homes to sell, uh, which homes are similar to the one that I have? Um, kind of what you guys do when you go to Best Buy and you see something and you're thinking about buying, and the first thing you do is grab your phone and you start doing a CMA on it. Okay, you start looking on Amazon to see how much they're charging and how it's kind of one of those things. I think we do CMAs all the time. So I used to tell my rookies, my new people, you've done a CMA before, you've just not done one on the house. Okay, so. With that in mind, looking at those things, a lot of agents will get hyper-focused just on the, the price of the other homes, the sold price of the other homes, and they forget to think about the condition. It's time for us, sellers, I'm talking to you. Yes, the neighbor down the street might have your what we call a model match. Same home, same almost exterior, all of those things, uh, but the condition. No two homes have the same condition unless you're talking new construction. Okay? All right, let's not get too deep or too technical. Let's keep it on the surface level. We're talking about resale homes, homes that have been lived in for quite some times. Some people maintain their homes completely different. Okay? All right? Just keeping it real. Um, we know that homes require maintenance and things like that. I challenge the sellers to be honest with themselves. You know how well you've taken care of your home. You've used all the toilets. you know which one flush is funny. you've you plugged in things. you know all of the things you've been in that home. You know, if the roof is leaking, you know, if that fence really is leaning in the backyard or if the the, the latch, you know, if your husband's got a string tied to it or your partner uh, has to like hold one side of it to close the gate in the back. You know, all of those things, all of those things are conditioned and yes, it's going to come up. Okay. Your agent can go all day long about, let me market the home and get, uh, virtual tours and all of these things done, spend all of this marketing on a home that the condition, if it's not there, okay, it's kind of like Instagram versus reality, social media versus reality, Tinder versus reality, Bumble versus reality. Yeah, sometimes reality can be a huge letdown, okay? Just, you know, I don't mean hurting hurt in the but That's the reality of it, okay? Shots fired. All right, let those bullets land. But we have to move on. Okay, so we want to set the proper expectations with our sellers. And sellers, we need you to understand that, hey, you know what? I understand that that home down the street may have sold for this amount of money, but I know I haven't been keeping up my maintenance. Or I know I have been keeping up on my maintenance, and I know that person. It is a It is something that when listing agents go and agents go and meet with you, honesty is a big part. You can't just keep focusing on how much money you want to make when you know you haven't invested any money into the home, okay? Let the church say amen. Continuing to drive on. So that's price and condition. Uh, Agents, let me come back to you because y'all need to hear this too, okay? Okay. All of this virtual staging, all of this Photoshop and editing we're doing on those homes, and then a week later, you know, as buyers continue to show the home, they're going to tell you the truth. A lot of agents will tell me they don't like to share the feedback or they like to review the feedback before they send it to their sellers because they know, you know your client, you know your customer. Sometimes sellers can be very, 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 sensitive about their home and I get it it's their home and somebody comes in there and tells you hey it smells like cats or it smells like dogs those things come up and sellers you know when they hear feedback like that those are things that I think if you do it up front if you speak with them up front you'll have a better time passing that information along okay it's going hey you know instead of telling somebody about all the cats And the the dog smell or the urine or whatever, it's, hey, when we met that first time, remember I was telling you we have to keep this home in a certain condition? You know, condition is also, you know, all of the senses, you know, what people see, smell, you know, all of those things right there, not all five, but, you know, some of them come into place. I don't know. I've been in places where the funk, you can almost taste it, okay? So I'm going to add another sense on there. I mean, sometimes you like, you don't even want to breathe. I don't even want to open up my mouth in some of these homes. So, sellers, your job is to focus on the condition. And we're talking about the condition, not just at the beginning, when the photographer comes through and takes some nice pictures, we're talking about the conditioning, the condition of the home all the way through. And with that being said, listing agents, it would be wise for you to go by every now and then, swing by your listings, swing by that home you have on the market and just, Take a tour for yourself. You might have to, Will Smith, somebody. I mean, yeah, you, you might have to go in there and say, hey, I got all this money invested into this home, and what are we doing? You know, uh, when did we start, you know, cooking um, gumbo every day or whatever is going on inside the home? And then they're coming to you, and they're wondering why the home hasn't sold, okay? Not every buyer's agent is going to tell you the truth. Sometimes it's just going to say, home shows well and um, still looking. Clients are still looking. And when you start hearing, if you've heard that three times, it it would advise you to go by and sometimes reset expectation or just tour the property for yourself, okay? Several reasons for that. I won't get too deep, but trust me. Be a good chef. Taste your food while it's being prepared, okay, while you're on the market, while you have it out there. Do some samples every now and then to make sure what you, what you have out there is still true, okay? The stuff you've put in MLS, multiple listing service, is still true, all right? Buyers, agents will appreciate that. Your clients, your customers will appreciate that, all right? Just remember that. That's a quick tip. Okay, so story time. All right, so, of course, I had one of my neighbors approach me. Hey, Rodney, um, would you mind helping me sell my house? Of course. The answer is always yes. I'm like, when? Let's get it done. Of course. Let's get this done. When can I come over? I'm going to get working. I'm going to do a CMA. I'm going to come visit you, uh, you and your husband, and we're going to figure out, uh, you know, when y'all want to get this sold, what's your plans? so that we can get this thing on the market and we can get it sold. No problem, it. That's, that's why I came to you. you. That's not how all my clients sound. But anyway, y'all get the point. So I go over and, you know, I got all my paperwork. I got my market analysis done. Uh, I had, like, these flyers, these trifolds and things I had created. So I was ready to go, y'all. You should see. I was ready to go. I even drove, okay, even though it was, like, right across The street, like not even that far. I just drove anyway because I thought it would be cool to pull up. So I pulled up. So I'm pulling up. I'm knocking on the door, going in. Everything is there. The house. I'm not gonna lie. The house, what the condition was amazing. I was like, yo. I knew, you know, y'all was. You can always tell some of those homeowners that like. They're really crazy with their landscaping. They do a really good job with their landscaping. But this translated to the inside. They were just like, that home was very well done. And I could smell like the Fabuloso and everything was in the air. You know, like like she knew I was coming over. So they were really putting out a good show. So I'm like, oh, crap. Let me add a little couple dollars to the CMA. I think we can get this thing sold for a little bit more. All right? so. I'm sitting there, I'm going over the presentation, and I tell them, hey, based on my research, I believe that we can have this home sold at this price, all right? And I always give three, a range. I give a price range when I do it. This is plus or minus in real estate. Everybody knows that I like to do a plus or minus of 10%. We can make plus 10% or less 10% of this amount of money. That's how Rodney likes to do it. I'm a plus 10 guy, all right? So setting expectations is what that's called. So we do that. We have the meeting. They're like, are you kidding me? Love the number. But I noticed the husband, he really ain't saying much. I mean, he really didn't have much to say at all. And I was like, okay, um, what's the plan? Where, where are we going? Um, y'all didn't tell me y'all was leaving the neighborhood, but I want to make sure that I find someone uh, just as good as y'all to come replace you. I mean, that's how Rodney does it. While I'm in front of my clients, we're having fun, okay? So we get everything done. Everything's signed. I schedule. I go, hey, I'm going to get some time to come back over here because I want to take some photos. And yes, uh, I was the one taking the photos. I ain't have no money for no photographer. Now, I had my camera, okay? So anyway, I go over and, you know, again, now don't make fun of me because I did have some skills with my. I do have skills with my camera, okay? This is not just, I wasn't there with my phone, taking pictures, and you seeing me all in the mirror in the bathroom, taking pictures of the bathroom. No, that's not what I did. So, I go through there, and we get the photos. The photos look amazing. And still, I'm kind of like engaging her husband. He really is not saying much at all. So, I'm like, oh, oh, okay. So, all right, you, you excited? And he's kind of just like, yeah, you think we're going to get that much money? I'm like, yeah, we're going to get that much money. That's going to happen. We're going to get this done. And I'm like, okay, he's one of those number people. I respect that. I like the numbers people. Numbers people, you bring them their numbers, they happy. So I'm like, okay, that's easy peasy. So of course, we get it done. We get it listed. The home is on the market. And next thing you know, here comes the showings. I got People hitting me up. The agents are scheduling. I'm getting all these emails and notifications. And I'm like, you know what, y'all? Y'all just need to go ahead and leave the house Saturday because I got this thing booked up all day. All right? And they're like, what? And I'm not talking about this 2020, 2021 market why everybody's fighting over how this is way back in the day where that was unheard of. But anyway, I told them, hey, you guys need to be gone, vacate the house. We're just going to open up the doors. We got booking. I think we had like, I want to say it was 12 showings, like that first Saturday, which was crazy. So agents was like going in, showing it, and I'm like, I already know. There's this, there's this rule in real estate seven showings, no offer, you're overpriced. Seven days, no showings, you're overpriced. I didn't have that problem. I'm like, check, here we go. I got this on Saturday. So of course, here comes the offers. People were going in there. They were calling me from the house like, hey, Uh, I'm going back to the office and we're going to work on an offer and and you let me know. You know, I I see some other people showing up and I I always love to stack the showings. I let people come in. I give you your window, but I'm okay with somebody else showing up. You got your window and you better get out of there. So um, of course, then came the offers, the multiple offers. So I'm sitting here like, oh, I better go to the office then. This is going to be a day for me. I mean, Come on, this is exactly, exactly what I'm what I'm looking forward to. I mean, my whole family was happy. They was like, Dad. Yeah, Dad was doing his thing. You know, I got this. So I run to the office, of course, and I'm ready. I'm ready for all these offers and things to come in. And guess, guess what? The emails started flying in. I started getting the emails and the offers. So I'm like, okay, y'all, I'm going to be meeting with my clients, and I'm going to present all of these offers uh, this evening. Okay, so the offers, and I think I had about, well, of that I think I got two. Okay, I think two of them were offers, full price offers. So I'm like, okay, here we go. I mean, people, pre-approval letters, the whole nine, everything intact. You know, agents were calling me, hey, is there anything we can do to make our offer um, look a little bit more appealing for, for their clients? That's back when agents was doing a good job. Back in the day when people used to write letters. Uh, about their client and they just like telling a story like you know my my clients are lovely people and um they really want this home and they have this and they just give you a little story so i thought that was dope i still like that i like to do that from time to time okay i'm old school so anyway i get the offers and i go over to the property and of course i'm calling them and i'm like yo i got some good news and i got some good news and they're like what i'm like "Mm -mm." just meet me at the house We're going to go over this because, of course, an offer is more than the price, okay? I know there's somebody looking right now going, all right, Rodney, it's more about the terms. I get it. Yes, we're going to go into all of that. But this is story time. Let's not get technical. So I drive over and I have the offers and I got them, you know, kind of typed out a seller's net proceeds, okay? So we have all that done and broken down for them to see and enjoy. So I'm telling them, hey, this offer contains this X, Y, Z. The husband hadn't said a thing. So I'm like, what do you think? Did I do my thing or not? Nothing. I'm talking about crickets, y'all. The wife didn't say anything. And I'm like, what's the problem? Nothing. And they go. He looks at me, and he goes, "Um, yeah, um, I think we change our mind. We don't want to sell anymore. (coughs) Complete silence. I didn't have any words. I, I just stood there. I was like, wait a minute. What do you mean? You don't want to sell anymore. You see people. Here's what happened. And it was my fault. I didn't figure out the why. I really didn't find out their motivation. Or if they had any at all. I was so gung-ho. About my first listing. And all of that leverage. And all of that opportunity. And all of those things. and I forgot to focus on their why. And their motivation. And I found out. They didn't really have any. So, yeah. That was a lesson that I learned the hard way. That was an experience for me that it taught me something, that not everybody values your time. Not everyone that calls you and that goes to an appointment or a showing has intentions of your best interest and what's at you know what's at stake for you, and what what this actually means for you. That you're not just looking at homes and showing homes; you're actually doing your job. Um, it feels like when we when we do our job, sometimes when we do it well, it doesn't seem like work. And you got to keep that in mind. Sometimes your customers and clients they don't see that time that you put in and those things that you're doing for them as you working. They just see it as um you know they're hanging with you. So lesson learned, Rodney. Lesson learned. That was Rodney's lesson. Share it with you so you don't have to experience that lesson. All right? So back to your sellers. Sellers, make sure you have your things in order. Your agent would really, really appreciate it, that the energy and enthusiasm that they bring to the table, that you bring it as well. Okay? Sometimes, sometimes. People look for excuses to not do something rather rather than finding a reason to do something. All right? Okay, y'all. I'm looking at the clock. You know I don't like to go long, but that's it. I could tell you more, but I won't. Thank you for listening to Tell Me More Rodney. I am your host, Rodney. And if you come back, maybe I will. tell you a little bit more.